0: Hello Black Healing Matters family, this is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast and today on this Monday, you know what it is, it is Mental Health Monday and today as it is uh, the, the second week now, third week of Black History Month, I wanted to get into something that I know many of us may be affected by but maybe not even know about to be honest. And what is it I'm talking about? Well, if you're familiar with the, I believe, uh, the therapist, sociologist, no, I think she's a therapist, um, Dr. Joy DeGruy. she wrote a book called The Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. And for many of us that understand clearly that some of the things that we deal with today some of the trauma that we deal with today is linked to our past as ex-slaves in America if you understand that sometimes I know it's difficult to articulate it especially to connect the dots when somebody says to you how can something that didn't even happen to you something that happened hundreds of years ago still be affecting you today well Dr. Joy DeGruy, she masterfully connects the dots for us. So as a real quick introduction, I just decided to um, find on Wikipedia the, the description of the post-traumatic slave syndrome, and I'll read a bit of it. it. This is a 2005 book resulting from years of historical and psychological research by Dr. Joy DeGruy. PTSS describes a set of behaviors beliefs, and actions associated with or related to multi-generational trauma experienced by African-Americans that, in, that include, but are not limited to, undiagnosed and untreated post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, in enslaved Africans and their descendants. PTSS posits that centuries of slavery in the united states followed by systematic and structural racism and oppression including lynching jim crow laws and unwarranted mass incarceration have resulted in multi-generational maladaptive behaviors which originated in survival strategies the syndrome continues because children Whose parents suffered from PTSS are often indoctrinated into the same behaviors long after the behaviors have lost their contextual effectiveness. DeGruve sta- states that PTSS is not a disorder that can simply be treated and remedied clinically, but Rather, also requires profound social change in individuals as well as institutions that continue to rectify inequality and injustice towards the descendants of African slaves. And so I'm going to play a quick five minute video uh, in which Dr. Joy DeGruy herself explains this, this, this uh, syndrome, this theory. And she connects the dots for us. And so during this Black History Month uh, and on this Mental Health Monday, I hope, Black Healing Matters family, that you can not only begin to connect the dots with, within your own family, within maybe the, the, some of these disorders that you may see in your friends and family and understand that this comes from somewhere and know that we're not crazy, okay? <laughs> like, this is a real thing and that we need help. That we do need to be healed, and I strongly recommend her book again, um, Dr. Joy DeGruy, um, the Heal, be the healing. Again, it's called Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome: America's Legacy of Enduring Injury and Healing. Check it out; it is profound. Stay tuned for these this five minute video where Dr. DeGruy herself will introduce and explain this disorder. As always, fam, stay blessed, stay healthy. Happy Black History Month. Black healing matters.
1: There's a kind of a fundamental basis for post-traumatic slave syndrome. How many of you are familiar with post-traumatic stress disorder? But when we start talking about chattel slavery, we're not talking about one trauma. We're not talking about specific event. We're talking about generations of trauma with no intervention. Based on what I know about sugar plantations, tobacco, and the Caribbean, what I know about American chattel slavery and the plantations there, does anyone right now ever recall mental health assistance to slaves? Anybody remember sending in the therapist after I sold off your son? daughter, raped folks, any, at any point, never. Second question, after slavery was officially over, now you're free. Anybody any remember, remember any therapy then? We know it's been rough, it's been deep for you, it's been difficult, we're going to do a little group therapy. Anybody remember that? That would be no. Number three, after slavery officially ended, both in the States, in the Caribbean, the British ended, do you remember whether or not trauma continued? Did the trauma continue for people of African descent? I need to know. Okay, so now let's do the math. Hundreds of years of trauma, no treatment. Freed, more trauma, no treatment. What do you Do the math. Do you think there may be residual impacts of that trauma? Of course there is. It didn't end friends and it hasn't ended yet. So I think one on one point, African people and people of African descent are extremely resilient. Matter of fact, I think we're a miracle. Far be it for us to pathologize or to look and cast this idea of weak and sick people. Oh, on the contrary, we are profoundly resilient. Because we've done everything we've done thus far with no help, with not even the ability to have this discussion. As though it were possible, we escaped injury in all those hundreds of years and the years that followed. So this this kind of journey I'm going to take you on is going to be one that really gives a perspective on what this trauma was, what it looks like. And clinically, what is post-traumatic stress disorder? What does it look like? Let me give you a little snapshot. We'll get into it in more depth a little later. But post-traumatic stress disorder, if, in fact, you are diagnosed with that, again, remember, direct or indirect trauma. Here are some of the symptoms. A feeling of foreshortened future. Now, what does that mean? A feeling? Well, you're not going to live long. How many of you are running into young people that don't believe they're going to make it past their 20s? Feeling of foreshortened future exaggerated startle response, outbursts of anger, difficulty falling or staying asleep, hypervigilance, right? These are symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. This is like DSM stuff, Diagnostic Statistical Manual Mental Disorders. It's in there. And there's a whole listing of all these symptoms. Now, I want to roll it back So you can understand what what the transmission theory is, because I'm going to talk about transmission. So how does a person that's been traumatized by post-traumatic, literally has a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder, and can we, if we are logical and we are reasonable people, assume that a fair number of Africans had to have had post-traumatic stress disorder, you think? I'm not talking about us, I'm talking about them. Untreated though, right? Okay, so now let's do the math. Mom who saw dad sold or sister raped, has post-traumatic stress disorder. Still mom though, right? Only mom now has outbursts of anger, feeling of foreshortened future, difficulty falling or staying asleep, hypervigilance. That would be mom. Now, Johnny or Mary or Shaquisha does not have, did not have the original trauma. But what are they learning? This is called social learning theory. What am I normalizing? exaggerated startle response, outbursts of anger. Are you following me? So I didn't have to be traumatized. Now the other thing is, do you think Johnny and Mary got traumatized too? Do you see? So what happens in your environment, you learn from the significant others in your environment. And if they're broken, guess what you're gonna be? You're learning from broken people and you're normalizing that behavior. And then it becomes years later, 2008, that's their culture.
0: hello black healing matters this is lee uh, the vice president of tep corporation i just wanted to reach back out to you to say i deeply appreciate you calling in and showing some love on the station and i will definitely be tuning in and interacting with the content that you put out it's definitely a great thing to know that you are building that type of platform and i definitely will be interacting I also would like to say that good luck and God bless with that business venture. If you ever have any questions or need any type of other tips outside of the podcast, definitely feel free to reach out to me um, um, through uh, email uh, or through phone. I would definitely love to help if there's help needed. Once again, good luck with everything. Entrepreneurship is so important to the soul. God bless. Hey Danielle, what's up with you? Oh man, I'm just, I'm, I just finished up with the dentist, so I might have a little bit of rocky lip, but I wanted to say um, about your calling. And let's get back into the ver- vertical, uh, man, that's hard to say. The vertical business cases. I think you're absolutely right about thinking about owning the means of production in a sense, right? Pro- producing the raw material, all that stuff, the land. That is the key to building wealth because everything else is just really imaginary. I mean, yes, money exists and all this other stuff, but really it could all go away. The land that you own and the stuff that you produce is essentially what what um, all the wealth is really built on. But I do like the flip side of things being so easy to spin up that you could invent a business and really have it as a disposable business. Because we kind of live in a disposable society now, if that makes sense.